Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley. Joined as always by the number one producer in late night is Dave Willimowski. Dave, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing really good. I mean, as yeah. good as can be expected, trying to just survive in clown world. <laughs> yeah, Gl- glad you dressed up for tonight's show. I appreciate it, buddy. Oh, I, I actually feel better. You know, the tie, I think, was really, <laughs> it was hurting me. <laughs> you could have at least, like, put on a blazer or something, you know? Like, <laughs> like look like some... I, I, had, I have one blazer, and it, it just, the colors didn't go, and I panicked. <laughs> so, just, just, so, for people at home wondering... Five minutes before the show starts, Dave is looking at his closet, talking to Mary, saying, these colors just don't go. I'm panicking. And she picks him out a jacket and says, this looks fine. He gets on the show. <laughs> that is That's... a real thing that happens on this program. That is really Dang close it. to accurate. You know what the thing is about people who say the hard R word? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh, we're not going to go there. <laughs> Uh, I had a I, I had a friend who shall not be named who did a program recently where they had a guest on and there was some there was some perhaps some some cultural differences. This this was I mean this is bringing people together from around the world yeah and but you know some people have different sensibilities than other people and so you know far be it for us to judge when they might perhaps use some language that you and I would not be so comfortable using. <laughs> I mean, I, I call people retarded faggots all the time. So, I mean, I mean, yeah. like, it's not, it's not like it's me, Dave. I'm not the one saying, Oh, Dave, you can't do that. Cause I mean, <laughs> I mean, you'd be, like, you it was, just, I didn't say that. It was me. Yeah. Like if I, if I ever message anyone saying, Hey, you should take this down. This is, this is no good. Like people are just going to reply with a link to my YouTube channel. <laughs> Say, have you checked this out? Have you have you heard this? Um, boy, speaking speak, speaking of speaking of things you can't say, uh, remember old Mayor Pete back back in the presidential the Democratic primaries when Mayor Pete Buttigieg was running for running for president. Remember how everybody said that like first of all he looks he looks like a rat, and. He almost certainly is a rat in the sense of he's like a, a CIA plant. Like this is the Manchurian candidate of the deep state running for president. I remember that. You remember that guy? Yeah. He's back in the news. Mayor Pete Buttigieg is back in the news. Check out this. Pete Buttigieg is about to become the most powerful transportation secretary ever. Now, I want you to understand what that what that headline means. They're 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 claiming this as him having one of his best weeks of his political career. He scored a win on infrastructure and is set to take a nationwide victory lap. Why? Because in the in the latest pork spending bill that was just passed through Congress, Buttigieg now commands two hundred and ten billion dollars over five years in quote discretionary grants as a result of the new program. Of course, discretionary grants being another word for just just grift to hand out to cronies. Like that's all that is. Um, that's terrible. But but here's the thing: they even actually have in the beginning of the article uh, talking about old backdoor Betty Buttigieg over here. Do you remember? Of course, we always have these pothole issues all around the country. Do you remember when Domino's Pizza ran that thing, like that campaign where? Um, you could vote, and Domino's Pizza would go out and repair potholes 
and like it would say like you know they would put like the Domino's logo on it or whatever. Do you do you remember that? Yeah, I saw some memes. So ironically enough, where where Mayor Pete is from, like they won that contest and Domino's went out and repaired. Like they they went out and gave like five thousand dollars or something to help repair potholes or whatever. And so it just it just I just thought that it was funny that they mentioned that in the article because it's a perfect example of, you know, government already has money to do this. They just fail to do it. So people mm-hmm. who are pro-government think, well, let's just give government more money because they were so good with the first money that they got. They were good with the money that they had to repair the potholes that they never repaired. So let's give them more money to repair potholes that they won't repair. Meanwhile, the the absolute saints at Domino's Pizza are out there getting it done. It's shitty pizza, though. Oh, yeah, it's not the best. No. I had this argument with someone recently. They were like, oh, no, Domino's has changed. They're really good now. I'm like, what's no, you've changed. No, you've changed. <laughs> You're not the person I thought you were. We've grown apart. <laughs> we need to have a talk. Um. So anyway, uh, just just to just to end this on a high note, that you get all the way down to like the ninth paragraph in this article, where you finally get to sit, get a little bit of the opposition to the bill. And, of course, it comes from Ted Cruz, who has absolutely no legs to stand on when it comes to uh, conservative spending, who mm-hmm. says, uh, Cruz was equally incensed, railing against the, quote, wildly irresponsible tax spending spree by the Democrats and calling on Buttigieg to commit the open-ended funds to debt service. It's funny that he called Buttigieg open-ended, am I right? Oh, my gosh. I, did, I didn't say it. Ted Cruz said no, it. You- Go I mean, you, you, go tweet at Ted Cruz and say why do you hate gay people, Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz hates gay people. <laughs> I don't hate gay people. I think this gay guy's stupid. I just don't, you know. Yeah. I don't hate it's him. It's not because he's gay. Yeah. yeah, it's not because he's gay. It's because he's a rat fuck CIA plant. Not just I don't say that about just anybody. This there's certain there's so many things that people who maybe just listen to the podcast of the show and don't watch the show like watch the video that they miss people don't understand is that i'm in my studio right now and there's a camera right there and i've got my notes right here and i got my mic right here and 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 there's the set and here's all the lights and i've got two monitors and my monitor over here is me because i love me and i can see myself but over here is dave and dave is just freaking out right now he's panicking he's panicking he tells me not 30 seconds before the show starts i'm feeling really good about this hopefully nothing bad will happen and i'll panic and now here we are we're not even out of the monologue dude's losing his mind yeah that's that's gone now the jitters are here we're we're... the jitters are here (laughs) all right speaking of the jitters you know it's it would be hard for us to do the show tonight without talking a little bit about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. So yeah. we're, and, can't believe and, how that turned out. Yeah, I know. We're we're <laughs> as as of this live broadcast, they haven't r- released the verdict yet. But uh, <laughs> but you know do. Do you ever do do you ever do polls like do you do you ever do a poll of like your audience like a little survey to see what people thought about something or you know what what people want to hear or see on the show do you do you guys ever do anything like that 
we've never done anything like that. But it is it is good to get get some interactions. It's not though. Like I I just want just really quickly just to tell you <laughs> privately aside, I did a survey once for this show. It was awful. Never do it again. But anyway, I decided to do a Twitter poll of what people thought about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Is he guilty? Is he not guilty? And before we show people the poll, I, I just want people to realize there was four options on the poll. Having examined the facts of the Rittenhouse case, is he A, not guilty, B, really not guilty, C, not really guilty, or D, I'm literally retarded? Check out the responses. 50% say he's not guilty. Fair enough. I actually kind of, you know, in a, in a polarized country, 50-50 makes sense. 34.8% said he's really not guilty. 1.5%, eh, I mean, he's not, I mean, yeah. he's not really guilty. Yeah, I mean, he did, you know, but he's not really guilty. Sad to report, thirteen point six percent of people are literally retarded. It's sad, but it seems it seems right. I I should <laughs> I should have added a fifth option on there. We want more KKK coverage on it's too late. That would have ended up winning the poll, I think, with Mar with our particular audience. I feel like the the answers available were a little skewed there. It's kind of I, I don't mean, know. I'm I, probably wrong. If you don't think if you don't think he's innocent, then I gave you an out. Oh, you okay? Yeah, I guess. And some true. people, some people took it. Some people need to take the out, if you know what I'm saying. Oh wait, where's that? Play? As opposed to Mayor Pete, who takes it in. Oh. Yeah. Well, Mayor Pete can do this too. I feel like the OK graphic would have been a great one for Mayor Pete, but I understand your <laughs> apprehension on a on a personal level. On a personal level, I understand your apprehension. Go go ahead and play yeah. it just so that people who are not familiar understand what the OK graphic is. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Well, we best be getting on because we're we're doing another one. We're doing another tier list tonight. Oh, no. At the end of the show, we're going to do the breakfast cereal tier list, but not before such fun as the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. You know, if I had planned this show farther than five minutes in the future, I would have realized that we could have done a pizza tier list since we mentioned Domino's earlier and how shitty it oh. is. We could have done a pizza it's, tier. That, that's hard to do because the best pizza is always some obscure local shop that we wouldn't agree yeah. on. Yeah, Pretty. I mean, I guess we would have to name it like the 
the the the fast food chain pizza tier list. Okay. So that, that way it would be you know, pizza you can find nationwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you are right though. It, like every town I've ever lived in had some place that made pizza that was better than the pizza place. Yeah, light years ahead. Oh yeah. Honestly, I've had pizza from like gas stations that was better pizza than like Domino's. I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Like little backwoods bars, like they'll yeah. they'll put up some banging stuff. It's funny that you mentioned that. So a few years back, I took a trip down to New Orleans because I'm a neckbeard and I went to go see other other like-minded <laughs> losers, um, Mises Caucus stuff or whatever. And and so anyway, uh, we were I was driving south. Uh, through Tennessee, and I went through Chattanooga, and we de- and I was with a group of folks, and we decided, well, let's stop somewhere in Chattanooga before we cross the state line and get something to eat. Because I mean, I mean, I'm not going to eat food in Alabama. Who the fuck would do that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, so we, so like we didn't stop at a chain place. There was like this little hole in the wall, like like you know the type. It looks like a like a country fixins type restaurant where that's just mm-hmm. falling apart and it's got like an old mm-hmm. sign. We go in there and and it's exactly what it looks like. It's it's rednecks. You know, the waitress had a tooth fall out on me while she was taking my yeah. order. And they had the most so you amazing know it's authentic. most amazing pizza I've ever eaten. And I was like, I didn't realize Italians did crystal meth and were from Chattanooga. <laughs> but here we are. If I remembered the name of that place, I would announce it to give them, you know, the advertisement, but they might not yeah. want my kind of advertisement. No. <laughs> Without all the context. Yes. Yeah, probably just leave that first part out and say they have good pizza, dash, dash, Alan. That'd be, that'd be the only. Uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? It's time for Meme of the Week. Beams can't melt steel beams, Dave. He was a skater boy. I said, "Oof, see you later, boy." Oof. You know, you know what about that picture looks fake is the fact that he's doing this. Like you always think, like that's what they do in cheesy plays: is the person yeah. gets stabbed and they go, "Ack, I am dead," and fall over. That guy did that in real life, and now I have a greater respect for community theater. Yeah. Well, contributed. You know, Avril Lavigne looks exactly the same today as she did, like, back then. It's actually kind of creepy. I have a friend with a crush on her, and so I've, I've seen some pictures. I don't know if they're recent. Oh, you've seen some pictures, have you, from your friend that has Not... a crush? <laughs> this, this is fucking Queen's Gambit all over again. Oh, no, he's, he just, just random pictures of her, nothing. Oh, oh just nothing random recent. pictures of her, is it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're you're killing you're killing this here, Dave. So, did you know that me and Avril Lavigne have the same birthday? Wow. Yeah. You know who else shares the same birth date as us? It's Wilfred Brimley. Good dude. The diabetes guy. Yeah. He well, he was the diabetes guy. The diabetes finally found out where he was hiding out, and oh, yeah. So oh, rippy. Now you know that about about yeah. me and and us and him. Yeah. So he won't be it's a ever. Lot to take in. He won't be. <laughs> that's what Mayor Pete said. Am I right? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but Here we, we but, but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. 
Cops, teachers, fucking more kids than Catholic priests. I like what the, I like how the cops are the black guy. <laughs> it's just it's be a family friendly show. <laughs> <laughs> did it? Did it though? I don't know. You told me first time I came on, you said no swearing. It, but I guess that was just for us. You know, you, you want to know a funny recent anecdote of that is that we have a guest coming on next week. I'm not going to announce who it is yet because every time I've ever advertised a guest in advance, then they always have to cancel and it looks stupid. We have a yep. guest coming on next week to talk about Mandate and OSHA stuff. And they they work for a reputable organization. And I had actually said to this person, hey, I think that this could be a really good appearance, so I won't say dick shitter and fuck the Jews. I won't say that. Wow. So, so that... So that the so it'll be good and you can advertise it. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I would say that. I'm just saying I'm just letting you know I won't say that. <laughs> I I'm gonna have to get a Dave cam that's put into the corner of the screen so that people can see what what Dave looks like right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you should have one button on your on your uh, desk there and. Let, let that be it. Like, yeah, I I actually had somebody write write our show email this past week and said and said, did were you trying to imply that we should we should be violent with police after last week's episode? What? And I said, what? It's like stop it. Get some help. Well. <laughs> On that note, we better we better go ahead and answer the viewer mail. Poor Dave. You guys just have no idea. Dave is, is blood red right now. Dave is thinking to himself, this is the end for me. This is the end of my career. Uh, anyway, moving on. We'll, we'll move on to the fun part for Adam Sikosin. Uh, okay. Kim Brown writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite casserole? Dave, what's your favorite casserole? I never really thought about it. I'll, I'll, I'll just say that the one that I had most recently, we just made the other day, it's, it's, a, it's a chicken stuffing casserole. It's just chicken stuffing and cream of mushroom soup and cheese. And, mm. But any casserole is really good. That sounds good. Um, I really like ham and potato casserole. I've never had that. I realized that what I should have said is ham and potato casserole. I said ham and potato because I'm from the fucking sticks, apparently. <laughs> and so I... Supposed to hide that. Yeah. Also not supposed to say fucking, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. My, uh, kids are. my kids are like, I want to watch the show. Yeah, no. Sorry. What? You can watch the... You, wait, you can the... watch the... <laughs> Hold the fuck up. <laughs> You mean to tell me you don't let your kids watch this show, Dave? Would you believe that? I mean, okay, so you will let your kids write angry viewer mail to me, talk about how all my opinions <laughs> on candy are just objectively incorrect, but you won't let them watch the show. I, I'm getting, I'm getting a hate mail from people that don't even watch the show. Now it's confirmed. <laughs> it's confirmed. <laughs> That's how Twitter works, right? Kim, the answer is ham and potato casserole. There you go. I hope people are taking notes of these segments about food and start sending us things. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, you people love watching people eat. Yeah, send us food that aren't hot chips, for God's sakes. <laughs> they also like watching us suffer. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan and Dave, how many days of riots are about to happen in Kenosha? Um, I'm going to say two. Just two. Just two. I think, I think two is good. Here's, I think what would be the more interesting question. <laughs> I think two is good. I think two is enough to get the auto zone and then you're out. Yeah. That poor auto um, zone. I think a more, a, a better hypothetical question would be is, would there be riots no matter what the verdict is? And I think the answer to that is also yes. Yeah. I think even if, oh. even if Kyle was found guilty, there would still be riots because rioters are not protesters and rioters are going to riot. Yeah. Well, they they, should, they're there anyways, you know? Yeah. And they should be, um, go home. they should be put to the sword. Oh. All right. Uh, Logan Denny writes, Dear Alan and Dave, would you rather go hunting with Dick Cheney or film a movie with Alec Baldwin? That's a pretty good question. Yeah. Why can't you people ask questions more like Logan Denny? Why are we... All right. Uh, why am I attacking the... I attack the audience. Have you noticed that? I do yeah. that a lot on this show. They love it. Yeah, yeah, they do. They keep on coming back for more. They're like, they're like Mayor Pete in that way. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe it's like a, a that kind of relationship. They think you'll change. They know that you love them. I'm gonna start doing the kind of show that Dave's kids could enjoy, starting this moment, starting right now. Here we go. So mark it, mark it, mark timestamp it. You can tell your kids from this timestamp forward they yeah. can watch the show. Okay. Set them down in front of the screen. Walk away. It's yeah. all good. No, it's yeah, it's fine. They won't rewind to hear about, you know. Anyway, <laughs> um, I would rather film a movie with Alec Baldwin because I think, should I survive, I would make more money doing that than going hunting with Dick Cheney, which would almost certainly end in my broke and demise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the other hand, if I did go hunting with Dick Cheney, I feel like. I feel like you just have to take one for the team and just take that opportunity to blow his fucking brains out. See, now I've ruined it for Dave's kids. Now I just, now I oh, can't. Oh, you said. Yeah. You lied to me. Okay, so starting starting after, okay. <laughs> so Lyle's, Lyle's next. Starting with Lyle's question. Okay. Dave, your kids can watch. Okay. Um, okay. Lyle Durio writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite place to shop? I don't really do a lot of shopping anymore uh, on the account of not having any money. <laughs> That'll do it, yeah. I mean, do you mean like grocery shop? Just like shop for just a general goods? What what kind of shop are we talking about here? I mean, when you... Okay, I guess, I guess the way to think of it is is that when you have some time to kill before you have to be somewhere and you could go into a shop like at the strip mall, where are you walking into? Oh, well, I wasn't ready for that. What were you ready for? You just make up your own question and answer it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wait. It's your, it, your, the floor is yours. All right. No, no. Uh, I actually, I, I didn't think of this ahead of time, but I don't, I've never really shopped. I've always just purchased. Like I don't go browsing. I, I already know what I want and I go in the store and I buy it and I get out. 
which makes Amazon my favorite place to shop is that I just go and buy it. And then right. I don't have to see people. Speaking of not seeing people, the next question is from Derek Truesdale, and it's just an image of him giving us the thumbs up. Yeah. I don't think that's actually a question. I concur with it, though. Yeah, I think that's fine. Um, I guess my favorite place to shop is... God, I don't... Who shops? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Why why is why is this man from Mississippi asking two other men where they like to shop? I just I don't know. got time for that. Yeah. I just we just lost Lyle for 2 weeks based on my offensive commentary. Uh Clay Davis writes, "Hey Clay. Hey buddy. Clay. What's up? All right. Uh Clay writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, by the way, he's he's one of only three people who actually wrote Dear Alan and Dave. I normally put in Dear Alan and Dave because people yeah. just get on there and they just roll their faces across the keyboard and it just comes out <laughs> just gibberish. Clay says, Dear Dear Alan and Dave, what portion of U.S. history did you most enjoy studying? Dave, what portion of U.S. history have you most enjoyed studying? U.S. history. Yeah, what portion Study. of U.S. history did you most enjoy studying? Studying. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I never studied any U.S. history. Boy, we're not going to have any time for this serial <laughs> tier list the way this show's fucking <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I actually have degrees in history. Yeah, you're a historian. So, yeah, so the answer is um, the Civil War era because of the stuff I talked about in last week's episode about how to deal with bad guys with guns. So there you go. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was left ambiguous enough that I could be talking about either side. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm talking about the South, but I'm, I could be talking about either side. Um, Ryan Seifert yeah, writes, dear Alan and yeah. Dave, which foods are a berry, a strawberry or a tomato, a raspberry or a banana? Now, I'm going to answer this question with a question, which I know is rude, but I'm going to do it. Like, Google exists. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Are you trying to say he's wasting our time? Well, he's wasting his time. He wrote that question <laughs> and then just and like... waited. And yeah, he's like, yeah, he's sitting by his mailbox for the fucking response to come in when he could just, <laughs> just go find out. I need this answer. <laughs> But send send him a link to DuckDuckGo, would you? Yeah. All right, I'll put it. All right. Um, dear Alan and Dave, this is from Eric Eli, who writes, Dear Alan and Dave, which president um, would you like to have a beer with? Um, I'm going to say um, none of them, because they should all mm -hmm. be put to the sword. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot about history, but I know a lot of them are war criminals. Well, I mean, and and also a lot of people always respond with like some old timey president, like, "Oh, I'd like to have a beer with Tom, but Thomas Jefferson." But like, I don't want to have the oh. reanimated corpse of Thomas Jefferson having a beer. That sounds awful. Just be terrified the whole time. Yeah, just 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 awful. Um, Andrew Avery writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, can you tell a Botox joke with a straight face?" Hmm. 
Um, I can. I, so this is this is just Dave. This is how you handle Andrew. Like if I'm ever not here and you have to yeah. do this, this is the way you handle Andrew to not to not you know encourage this type of behavior. Is you just give him a straight answer as if it wasn't a joke. Is say yeah. yes, I can tell a Botox joke with a straight face. Mm-hmm. I don't have one on hand, but I could say it. Yeah. yeah. God, I should write jokes for the show. That's why the show fucking sucks now. So. Oh. <laughs> okay, starting starting with Mary's oh, oh. question. Okay. Your kids can now watch the show. Okay. Good, good. Marilyn Willimowski writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what's your favorite food at Thanksgiving dinner? I feel like Mary could have just asked you what you want for Thanksgiving oh. as opposed to asked me to ask you on the show. But um, what's your favorite food at Thanksgiving, Dave? Well, now now I feel bad because it's actually a casserole. Like we we I never had it growing up. <laughs> yeah. And, and me, of course, reading the questions ahead of time so that I know what I'm going to say. But um, it's the green bean casserole, I think, because I, I never had it growing up. And and when I was introduced to Mary's family and stuff and their 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 uh their parties and stuff, somebody always brought a green bean casserole, and I thought it was the most amazing thing. And now that's what we always bring to the family Thanksgiving dinner. I just want to point out. Um, so first of all, the correct answer is is uh, like I never eat stuffing any other time of the year except for at Thanksgiving. So oh. it's like it's a unique treat. It is. Um, when I say stuffing, I really mean mix some stuffing into gravy and just drink it. Just <laughs> just bottoms up. Like, but, like a smoothie. But I want to point out that Ryan Seifert wrote. He's he he's answering the question for us by saying those little Hawaiian rolls dipped in mashed taters and gravy. He actually wrote taters. I don't think people oh. from Wisconsin talk like that, do they? Taters. People from Wisconsin not, not, don't say taters. Not sincerely. Not sincerely. He did it ironically. But yeah. But so if it was Ryan saying it because he's from Wisconsin, he would say those little Hawaiian rolls dipped in mashed taters and gravy. Some I don't know. I don't really do accents. I'm just saying he sounds like an idiot, but um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I actually already responded to Ryan by saying Ryan identifies as an Alan or a Dave if the topic is food because he, he's just inviting himself to answer the viewer mail before we get to yeah. it. He's answering other people's viewer mail, but he wants us to send him an answer to his question that he could have just Googled. What the hell happened? Remember, Dave, do you remember me specifically telling you, like, not 30 seconds before we started the show, where I said, yeah. like, the new segment in the in the serial has to be 30 minutes. Oh. So the whole rest of the show can only That's, be 30 yeah. minutes or less. And do you see how long the show's already been? The alarms are going off. The alarm. What alarms? <laughs> the alarms are supposed to be going off, but I'm just sitting They're here girl. just filling up space, just making fun of everybody. But Ryan, Lyle, does he get the does he get the uh, the King's wine like the name brand rolls? Because we always get like store brand like they're different. Ryan, I don't know. Just think of how great it is that you're not Pete Buttigieg. Wow. Well, I just just in case he's sore that I poked a little fun at him, now yeah. he'll realize, oh, no hard feelings. At least I'm not Mayor Pete. That's what I'm saying. And a commercial's coming up, so it's all good. Because if you're Mary Pete, you get hard feelings, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Speaking Not of a, taking a drink, dude. Speaking of a commercial coming up, guys, we're going to be back to talk about 
a bill to mar- legalize to mar- to marijuana legalana to legalize <laughs> marijuana right after this commercial break. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. Guys, welcome back to the show. Tonight we're going to be talking about a uh, potential push for uh, marijuana legalization at the federal level, which would include a rescheduling marijuana off of the prohibitive list. I want you to take a look at this article right here. Is it time for the last dance with Mary Jane? Let's find out. Republican lawmakers file a bill to tax and regulate marijuana as alternative to Democratic proposals. Uh, Now, where this is coming from is Representative Nancy Mace representative from uh, South Carolina, sponsoring the bill titled The State's Reform Act, along with a handful of initial Republican co-sponsors. It would end federal marijuana prohibition while taking specific steps to ensure that businesses in existing state markets can continue to operate unencumbered by changing federal rules. Now, uh, I want to get into a little bit of the details of this is, well, because one of the biggest questions that we've even had on this program is, is let's say let's say they legalize marijuana tomorrow. What will that mean for people that are currently incarcerated for nonviolent offenses? Let's yeah. check out this in the article. So this bill supports veterans, law enforcement, farmers, businesses, those with serious illnesses, and it's good for criminal justice reform, May said in a statement on Monday. The State's Reform Act takes special care to keep Americans and their children safe while ending federal interference with state cannabis laws uh going a little bit forward by the way it's it's being co-sponsored by representatives tom mcclintock uh republican from california i mean a a california republican is basically a stalinist but still um (laughs) don young republican of arkansas so a republican in arkansas is basically a clan member but still um (laughs) brian mass republican from florida uh, Pete Peter Meyer, Republican from Michigan, and Rep- uh, Representative Ken Buck, Republican from Colorado. Uh, their names were listed on an earlier version of the bill that, uh, that Marijuana Moment reviewed. Oh, so no, the last one, Ken Buck appears appears to have removed himself prior to introduction. I mean, I, I was going to say F F Buck, but I didn't because because yeah. Dave's kids need to hear about this so that they can get get to token, you know. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. <laughs> um, so what's so what's included in the bill? Uh, it's the primarily aimed at having the federal government treat marijuana in a similar manner to alcohol. Cannabis would be removed from the Controlled Substances Act. Very good, with retroactive effects for people previously punished. Prior federal cannabis convictions would need to be expunged within one year. People affiliated with cartels who have been convicted of driving under the influence would not be eligible for relief, however. Mesa's, uh, well, so anyway, here's the thing. A lot of people out there might be thinking to themselves, there's just no way. There's just no way that a Republican-led bill talking about marijuana legalization could possibly pass muster 
because I mean all those all those kooks in flyover country, all them all them right wingers in the Bible Belt. There's mm-hmm. just no way they're going to go for this. Th- these are all thin blue line towing God fearing Christians that know the devil's lettuce is out to get them. But take a look at this chart right here. So this is the most recent numbers that support for legal marijuana holds at record high of 68%. So 68% of Americans across all ideological barriers are in favor of support for legalizing marijuana. But even breaking that down by Democrat and Republican, it's a majority of Republicans, and even breaking it down for right-winging Republican voters who are regular churchgoers, it's still 51%. Still a majority. So a majority of this country across all ideological barriers are in favor of legalizing marijuana. So uh, one quick thing else I wanted to look at before we before we move on. So so Nancy Mace is from South Carolina, and if there's anybody, if there's just anybody that can figure out a way to ruin a good thing, it's the GOP. Check out this article right here from the South Carolina GOP, Nancy Mace's own state, where they say GOP uh, Congresswoman's marijuana legalization bill draws ire, draws fire from home state Republican Party. By the, you know that should say draws ire instead of draws fire. I'm a I'm yeah. a better headline writer than that. Yeah, they did it wrong. Yeah, they they did it wrong. Okay, Mayor Pete does it wrong. No. All right. So anyway. Now, this, this is from South Carolina Republican Party Chairman Drew McKissick, affirming that the organization opposes any effort to end prohibition and making clear that the congresswoman's bill is no exception. McKissick said, quote, Our party platform is clear. We support firm enforcement of existing laws against the abuse and distribution of controlled substances, and we oppose any effort to legalize the use of controlled substances, and that includes marijuana. We've seen Democrats across the country, even here at home with Joe Cunningham and Mia McLeod. McLeod? McLeod? Wasn't that the person from Highlander? McLeod? McLeod. Yeah. McLeod. Interesting. So, so they're in South Carolina trying to kill people for smoking pot. Um, campaign on legalizing weed against the wishes of law enforcement. Against the wish... Gotta back the blue, baby. I'm gonna be good. Dave's kids need to hear this. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be good. Um... Even just today, Texas Democrat Beto O'Rourke announced in his campaign video for governor that he wants to legalize marijuana. Why are you saying the one good thing Beto O'Rourke likes? Like, like <laughs> totally, totally leave it up to any level of the GOP to be the only people that can, like, you know, they do this number, they figure out what do the majority of people think, and what also just so happens to be the true conservative, moral, ethical, position and then they oppose that that's the gop in a nutshell just jesus christ so anyway bringing that full circle this is this is what i really wanted to talk about with with that kind of as a backdrop is at the end of the day it comes down to two different positions that the practical thinker could take there's legalization but with strings attached and then there's principled absolutism yeah now i'm not one to tell people to abandon their principles i'm i'm a deeply principled person 
Um, I, I like to think that I walk the walk and talk the talk. I'm the person who's been on this show for the last year and a half telling people I never wore a mask. The lockdowns destroyed my business, but I didn't go crying to government for handouts. I'm, I'm not going to go to the people who destroyed my livelihood asking them to pay me. S- screw those people. Um, I'm not getting the jab. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing those things. I never did those things. And when, when people tell me these sob stories of, well, I have to do this and that. No, you don't have to do jack. That's what being principled is. And the reason I'm saying that is, is that I, I get drawing a line in the stand and not moving. I get that. I do. And I also get that people kind of askew this incrementalism. The type of people that think, well, let's let's just do little bits and steps because that's that's the way politics is played. I get people that are like, no thanks. I don't want to have anything to do with that. I get that. I, I, I'm the guy who says let's burn down Washington, D.C., so I get that 100%. However, there's a lot of people in prison right now for non, non-violent drug offenses. There's countless people whose lives have been destroyed, whose friends and family have been affected because of the war on drugs. And at the end of the day, if, if you had a vote, if you got the deciding vote, if you, you listening at home, if you got the deciding vote on whether or not marijuana would be taken off the controlled substances list under any pretenses, mm-hmm. and you could vote yes or no, knowing that a yes vote means those people go free and a no vote means, well, let's, let's hold out for something better. But you guys, you guys stay in jail while we hold out for something better. I just don't think you can vote no. I don't think I could look those people in the face and say, look, guys, I'd really like to get you guys out of jail, but we, we, we don't want taxes on this plant, so you, you guys better hang tight while we figure this one out. I couldn't do that. Yeah. I want those people out. And I also tend to think that, you know, maybe... Maybe in, in so much as the game of politics does the work this way, is that if you vote for a bill that legalizes it, you can always argue about getting rid of the regulatory state tomorrow. But let's get those people out of prison today. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I wrong on this or am I right on this? No, I agree with this. So, and um, I actually happen to see online, it's, it's one of, I love Thomas Massey. Uh, and I love Scott Horton. And this is one position where I think Scott is great on, and I think it's one position that really Thomas Massey has been very poor on, It's and it's this. Thomas Massey, being the constitutional absolutist that he is, and, and, and being so anti-regulatory state, no. anti-government spending, and, and, and I agree. I agree. Yeah. But he's exactly the kind of person who has signaled that he would vote against such a bill because it would create a greater bureaucracy around marijuana. And all I can say to that is, is that, well, you introduce legislation that's the same thing but without the regulatory state, and you watch it never get out of committee, while we're going to be over here trying to get these poor people out of jail. Uh, And Scott Horton has said as much, is that as much as I like Thomas Massey, he's dead wrong on this. If you have an opportunity to get more people free, you just do it. You just, whatever it takes, you just do it. Taxation is theft. We all believe that. It's, it, I, I get it. It is. But 
at the end of the, it's it's people going free versus not going free. I'm going to take people going free. Uh, boy, we have just enough time left for the segment everyone's been waiting on. Guys, we're going to be back with the breakfast cereal tier list right after this. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Mosley. Oh, ho, ho, ho. that was that was pretty good. That was right. well, that was man. pretty good. I'm 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 somewhat proud of you now. Um, <laughs> wow. So anyway, guys, we're first of all, like I know people who are watching the show are like, Jesus Christ, it's way too many cereals. This is going to be like an hour and a half. I just I, I got to go to bed. It's too late. It's just, I mean, the name of the show is it's too late in my defense. But uh, this is not this is not going to take anywhere near as long as the Halloween candy did because we've we've got a plan. Dave and I have a plan. We're going to execute the plan. Um, Bang and, it up. Yeah, <laughs> just like Mayor Pete. Am I right? <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway, same joke. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, uh, let's let's just get started here. So for folks at home, we're doing the breakfast cereal tier list. S tier means it's cereal that you, you just if you've got it in the cabinet, it's going in your belly. Mm-hmm. A, B, C, all the way down to D. D tier is probably the... Oh, we still have that. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you have a half a bowl of it left in a box in the cabinet for like seven years, and then you finally check the date on it, and you realize it really doesn't taste any worse than it did the first time. Um, That's D tier. D tier, right where Mayor Pete belongs. Um, Nothing, Dave? All right. Anyway. Oh, oh. No, 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 no. No, you're good. Uh, and also, the other thing we've done to make this a little bit quicker on us is is there's not that many cereals. It looks like there's a lot, but there's a lot of duplicates. So instead of instead of ranking every different flavor of Cheerios or whatever, we're just going to say Cheerios is a cereal. And when we're ranking it, we're ranking it based on the good and the bad of all the Cheerios, if that makes sense. So that's what Average. we're doing. We're starting with Apple Jacks. Dave, are you a fan of Apple Jacks? I am. I, I don't go after them, but when I have them, I'm I'm pleased. I'm happy. Isn't Good that the, isn't that the one with that that frog or something with the hat and the skateboard and is is that no or is that no, that's 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 sugar smacks one. that's sugar smacks sugar smacks okay. that you know on the list that's weird. wow now, there's got to be something like it yeah is it is Apple Jacks like it. Who no. cares? Anyway, Apple Jacks, I'm going to say that it's like an Apple version of Fruit Loops. Yep. Yeah, it's like just one flavor. Yeah. Fruit, fruit Loops. Loops. Oops. Apple. Oops, no fruit. Oops, one Fruit Loops. <laughs> fruit Loop. Singular. Um, This is already so... F- We've only, we haven't even done yeah. one yet! <laughs> I haven't this just going through my head. I'm like, we're doing the thing. <laughs> Alan, you're doing the thing. All right, Apple Jacks. <laughs> for me, I'm gonna say B for now. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't, a, B, B. Yeah, yeah. I don't rush out to get it, but you know, I don't think it's bad. Okay, yeah. so we're gonna do these together. So Boo Berry and Frankenberry. We're gonna combine those to say. So first, I don't think I've seen Boo or Frankenberry in like 30 years. It's it's gotten hot lately, and and they were out. I, I saw both of those boxes out recently. Really? Yeah. And Interesting. Frankenberry was my jam when I was a kid. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Isn't that like marshmallows yeah. and stuff? Yep. See, I don't like marshmallows in breakfast cereal. I know that that's, that might be criminal for some people. Oh. Now Dave and I can't work together anymore. That was... No, it, it, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish with your day. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Frankenberry and Booberry together. Wait, what, what are you trying to accomplish with your day where you have marshmallows? No, I'm, that's why I don't eat it anymore. Like I said, when I, when I was a kid, now I'm like, you know, brand stuff. Not, not super brand, but yeah. Ooh. What the hell was that? Are you, you're, you're hovering around C or D and I feel like that's a, that's no. Oh, you want it higher. Is, but is this just nostalgia for you? Are, are you lying to I yourself have, right now? I haven't had it in decades probably, so it's hard to say. All right, I'm going to leave it in B because I, I feel like you're looking through rosy colored glasses here. I might be. All right, Captain Crunch. Now, I know what everyone's thinking. Isn't that the cereal that cuts the roof of your mouth? And you, you shut. You stop with that nonsense. It takes like half a box. I was going to say a bad word, but I can't ruin the only segment Dave's kids can watch. (laughs) So I I actually like Captain Crunch, like crunch berries and stuff. I like it a Mm -hmm. lot. Yeah. Peanut butter crunch is awesome. Yeah. Uh, That'd be my favorite. So I'm going to say it'll probably end up being low A and then. We're, so again, we're going to count all the crunches as one. So we'll just move those aside. All right. The staple Cheerios. Yeah. Now, I want to go on record. Banana Nut Cheerios is my favorite cereal of all time, and it's not even close. And I've already told the story on the show <laughs> that it's a limited time thing, and they've ruined my life, and I need a fix. If anyone has mm. Banana Nut Cheerios, please send them to me. That sounded really yeah. desperate. <laughs> yeah. I also love like apple cinnamon Cheerios. Mm-hmm. And of course, Honey Nut. Honey Nut Cheerios with bananas? Mm. So I don't for, know. I don't know where to put it. But like regular Cheerios kind of drags it down a little. Well, yeah. I mean, just cheer. Like nobody, only babies eat Cheerios, and that's because parents are terrible. <laughs> They're feeding their baby just whole grain trash. So. I'm going to say, I mean, in my opinion, Cheerios is S tier because it's, it's like the staple. But if you think we should put it in A tier for now, we can. That would be the compromise. I, I, can't, I can't put it in S. Yeah. All right. So we'll move the Cheerios out of the way. See, we're, we're moving along, guys. You're yeah, not going to be good. here until 1145. It's fine. All right. <laughs> checks. Checks. The only time I eat that is when Mary makes me buy all the boxes so in the holidays so she can make the Chex Mix, and then we have to eat what's left over. Hmm. It's so not bad. Is, I like how this is but, becoming a Dave and Mary segment all of a sudden. Slowly taking over. It's all right, Mary. Just bring up the Queens. Just have Queens Gambit playing in the background tomorrow night when you're watching <laughs> the show. Um, I think I've only had Chex once in my life. Wow. And I and I and I ate it, and I said to myself, "That happened." Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. Yep, that's fine. I mean, it doesn't go into D because it, it doesn't literally make me projectile vomit. No. Okay, but they also have like the blueberry checks and like strawberry checks, but I've I've never had those. Those don't yeah. go in checks mix. So well, I, I don't think the checks should mix. So, um, 
now okay now this one's going to be controversial i think cinnamon toast crunch there's some people out there that love them some cinnamon Mm -hmm. toast crunch i don't Mm -hmm. love cinnamon toast crunch i think it's kind of bland i just lost my entire audience when i said that i know i'm sorry um yeah i've never had the french toast crunch Anna Kay loves cinnamon toast crunch, so she's yeah. she's gonna leave me. That was, this is it. So. Cinnamon toast crunch is like an event for me. It's like oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like again. It's not like I'm saying it's bad, but I, I never eat it because I I just am not impressed. So, but you think it's amazing? Would you be okay putting it like in front of Captain Crunch? Yeah, I. Okay. Because I, 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 it's like top two three for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the captain's honor later on in the in the list. Uh, Cocoa Puffs, <laughs> are you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, Dave? Yeah. So I think Cocoa no. Puffs are okay, but I think there's other chocolate cereals that are better. Mm-hmm. So that's why it goes in the C, but above checks, because yep, it has yep, a flavor on the box. Yep. It's chocolate. Uh, Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp is the one with that. That dog that's like, I don't know, cuckoo for cookie crisp. Every single cereal is cuckoo for insert name here. They're, they're, they're always yelling cookie crisp. But oh, was it always the dog? I, I think so because it's like a dog howling. God, cuckoo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is what people are really tuned in for. Is <laughs> is our impressions of the mascots of the breakfast cereal? <laughs> we're we're gonna do all the old school commercials. We're gonna end up separating this list into. Cereals with mascots and cereals without mascots. <laughs> All right. I think Cookie Crisp just basically is totally forgettable. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I would never eat it. I it, mean, if I, I just wanted I, to go get some cookies and pour milk yeah. over them and eat them, I would. They're, they're, it hit hard, like, as a kid going, oh, well, I'm eating cookies for breakfast. You know, and, it, and again, you get that nostalgia thing. So yeah. I haven't had them in a long time. See? Yeah. All right, they still go above checks because there's yeah. it <laughs> Kellogg's cornflakes. Mm. It's it's cornflakes mm. that are not as healthy as the healthy cornflakes, it's not as good as the good cornflakes. They just exist. Yep. They you hope they won't kill you as a an adult. Pops. I kind of like Pops. Yeah, I haven't had them in a long time. It, it's been a while for me too, but they do have, it's not just sugar. Like they kind of have like a unique, almost like honey type of a flavor. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they're good and they are pops and they, they're relatively crunchy <laughs> even, even when they're in milk. So I don't know. They exist. Put them up here. Maybe count okay. chocula. So chocolate cereal, but also with marshmallows. Marsh, if you're, yeah. If you're if you're into what Mayor Pete's into, you're into that. Um, See, that's part of the the blueberry, Frankenberry trifecta. Is it? Would you consider so? That's part of the same. Kind of, like, yeah. I'd I'd probably put them next to each other. I feel like Count Chocula had a had a longer shelf life than Booberry. Yeah, did. It, he stuck around, and it, I feel like the yeah. other two kind of fell. Well, off. it's well, it's because he's the undead. So well, yeah, yeah. And that but chocolate I mean, hits. I mean, I guess Frankenberry is too. So. The cereals where you get the chocolate milk afterwards, that's always nice. Yeah. But I think other cereals have better chocolate. So I'm going to put it below Cocoa Puffs. 
Okay. What the hell are Kellogg's Cracklin' Oat Bran? That's uh, that's cardboard. I'm pretty sure. All right. Yeah. Um, I didn't even realize they make this. They make Eggo Waffle cereal. I don't know if I've seen that. Never had it. Can't judge it. It's going to be better than. Yeah, it's so the top of D is cereals we're it's not sure amazing. about, but mm-hmm. not cardboard. Okay, Fruit Loops. I put them honestly. I put them under Apple Jacks. Follow your nose, Dave. Yeah. It always knows. Yeah. So first of all, Fruit but Loops. Fruit Loops are amazing. How do you feel? Wow. I okay. think Fruit Loops are one of the like if you if you're gonna give your baby some like round whole grain but you really want them to die at six years old of diabetes you give them fruit loops yeah yeah fruit loops is kind of like abortion if you think about it later yeah late yeah well i mean they legalize (laughs) that now so i mean for me fruit loops are s tier but if that's like if that's if that's not good for you i'll put them down here with cinnamon toast crunch yeah i love fruit loops fruit loops are we, we can shuffle it later because okay. we'll figure out if we actually agree what S tier is. Frosted Flakes. Are they great, Dave? They're pretty good. I like Frosted Flakes. I'll admit. Um, I've had a lot of Frosted Flakes also with bananas. And I've also had Frosted Flakes <laughs> where there are already flakes that are frosted. Sorry. And then I'll actually pour like seven pounds of sugar on the on the bowl of Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Oh, on... Yeah. That's a lot of sugar. Like if you're, yeah. I mean, go big or go home. So (laughs) we're doing this. Yeah. So in my mind, frosted flakes are good. They're not as good as, um, fruit loops though. That feels right. All right. Frosted mini wheats slash mini wheats. Strawberry. Yeah. Um, see regular mini wheats would drag it down. You can't, that's just, yeah. So, okay. So frosted mini wheats. Yeah. Still, I, I I would assume the Eggo waffles are better. They're better. Well, actually, they're, they're probably better than cornflakes because you get that little that little sugar kick. Yes, I think they're better than checks. Because I mean, checks are yeah. frosted mini wheats without the frosting and without the wheat, mm. and without the made for human consumption. So <laughs> sometimes I gotta I gotta let the mini wheats soak though. You know, it yeah. takes a while to totally absorb and soften up. Yeah. I mean, unless you like them crunchy. That would be a thing, yeah. Golden Crisp. Um, okay. What, what were we talking about earlier? The the sugar sugar snaps or whatever? Yeah. I think that's that's kind of the same. So I never really cared for Golden Crisp. They always, they always just had a weird flavor to me. Like, you know how, like, Pops is, like, a little round cereal, but it kind of has, like, a sweet honey-type flavor? Yeah. I always felt like Golden Crisp was the same thing, but bad. I'm trying to remember it. Like, they're, like, little little sticky, like, little balls, right? Well, not... Yeah, like they're not yeah, they're, they're little... They're, they're Mare Pete's. Mare Pete's Golden Crisp. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that him on the box? Yeah, that's it. That's him. That's Mayor Pete right there. So, I mean, for me, Golden Crisp are basically D tier for me. I mean, I'm putting a below Ego because, again, we really have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> Ego could be amazing. Golden Grams. 
I thought golden grams were just like cracker cookies that you eat. I didn't realize you also ate them in cereal. We got those recently, and there's some kind of like off aftertaste. I don't, I don't think it was just uh, the box. There's something weird about them. Uh, well, you go down here with your sticky balls then. <laughs> um, honey bunches of oats. Now, now as we're... an adult, I, I like those a lot. Okay, all right. So this is like this is like the bizarro blueberry then for you. This is. Yeah. That's what I would go after now if I wanted to like get something done today, but still have a little cereal in the morning. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ironic here and put it next to Frankenberry, <laughs> so that it can it can have a it can have an ideological war in your mind later. Um, <laughs> honeycomb. I used to eat honeycomb when I was a kid. Yeah. I to right off the bat, I think it would be kind of the same as pops, like just yes. a different shape. Yes, it's. I think it's a little. It's less flavorful than pops. Um, okay. I'm gonna put it over here. I'm gonna put it below your your internal struggle. Um, go lean. We're just gonna. There you go. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, kicks. Did you ever eat and, kicks? Yeah, I've had them, and it's another thing that you'd give a baby if, if you didn't want it to be Cheerio shaped. I, yeah, I feel like kicks is what people who eat pops eat when they think that that flavor was made by the devil. Like you, you can't have that much sugar because it'll ruin your good Christian household. Yeah. So you eat kicks instead. Mm -hmm. yep. Um. So it's it's probably going to go down here. I think it's it's not literally poured into the garbage, but you know, mm -hmm. like the Amish eat kicks. So. <laughs> They make it. Um, yeah. Kellogg's Crave. What? How are we doing on time, by the way? This is your... Uh, Dave! Jesus I, Christ! Oh, my God. All right. No, 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 no. Just don't even look. It's too late now. All right. Okay. Kellogg's Crave, uh, D. Uh, life. That's good. It's it's a treat. Oh, life, yeah. I love life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about the cereal? <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to put it up here. Okay, without sugar, it's a little. But even with sh without sugar, it's still pretty sweet. Okay, that's fine. I All love right. life. Uh, uh, lucky Charms. When you, when you wanna when you wanna wake up that little mech inside you, you get Lucky Charms. Um, it's it's a kid's cereal. That, like I can't see eating yeah, it. It's as an all adult. marshmallows for God's sakes. Yeah, it's all. It's. I'd rather eat. Up. I I'd rather eat little waffles and milk. Um, you can put Cinnabon right next to the waffles for me. I don't, I don't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah. So, so, okay. So this whole line right here, if you're eating Cinnabon, Eggos, donuts, donuts. Oreos, and Chips Ahoy for in your I'm cereal. I'm sure they're great. So first yeah. of all, you're lying to yourself. Just go get the real ones and pour it in a bowl for all I care. And second of all, Wilford Brimley will meet you at the gates of hell. Um <laughs> Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles combined into one. So I actually think Cocoa Pebbles make the best chocolate milk. Okay, yeah, I agree. And Fruity um, Pebbles is S tier for me. You know what? Let's do that. Well, you, you know what? Screw you guys. Pop, okay, Pop-Tarts, that goes in there too. Yep. Jesus Christ, you guys. Um, Raisin Bran. That's like the best cereal you could get if your parents didn't want to give you the sugary cereal. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're if you weren't loved as a child, you ate raisin bran. 
you might you might thank your parents today for letting you live a good long life, but you also resent them. So, <laughs> bottom of C. Um, oh, okay. Reese Puff. Okay, that's just Jesus, guys. Just go eat. Just eat Reese cups for breakfast. I don't care. Do do do. Those what? are like peanut butter cocoa puffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rice krispies and cocoa rice krispies. So cocoa rice krispies are literally cocoa pebbles with slightly less chocolate, and rice krispies yeah. are small checks. But they make sound. Yes, they're they're yeah, checks they're with sound. Um, <laughs> go somewhere like in here, maybe. Um, s'mores. What? What the? Ha- yeah. I know that there's people oh, out there man. that don't like cereal that are like, "This is all candy." No, these are literally candy. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids cereal. What? I've heard of it. I've never tried it. Okay, and the opposite of Sour Patch Kids cereal is Special K. Yeah. If that's with the uh, that cashy for me. Yeah. So Special K is like Raisin Bran for people who only want the love of Christ in their lives. <laughs> so is that what it takes? Yeah. Uh, tricks. So tricks is Fruit Loops, but instead of it being Fruit Loops, yeah. it's just fruit shapes. Circle. Oh yeah. Oh, they used to be circle. They're, they're I think they're not as sugary as Fruit Loops. Um. Up a little. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Uh, oh, waf- yeah. Waffle Crisp. Mm. Might as well put it with the Egos. I don't know. All right. All right. It's last one. Last one because we got to get it. People are going to be like, what happened to the last five minutes? All right. Uh, Wheaties. You got to get your Wheaties. You know where you can get it? Right there. Yep. The trash. Yeah. And these are and all it- just repeats. We're not going to do those. Guys. We're going to be back. Let me let me get the hell out of here. God, this is... We can't do these tier lists anymore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, guys, we're going to be back to wrap up the show right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Don't go away, Dave. Oh, I thought you... Don't go away, me. Dave. Don't go away, Dave! I don't have my screen set up. Here at Rockwell Automation's world headquarters, research has been proceeding to develop a line of automation products that establishes new standards for quality, technological leadership, and operating excellence. With customer success as our primary focus, work has been proceeding on the crudely conceived idea of an instrument that would not only provide inverse reactive current for use in unilateral phase detractors, but would also be capable of automatically synchronizing cardinal gram meters. Such an instrument comprised of Dodge gears and bearings, Reliant electric motors, Allen Bradley controls, and all monitored by Rockwell software is Rockwell Automation's retroencabulator. Now basically, the only new principle involved is that instead of power being generated by the relative motion of conductors and fluxes, it's produced by the modial interaction of magneto-reluctance and capacitive directance. The original machine had a base plate of prefamulated amulite surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing in such a way that the two spurving bearings were in a direct line with a panometric fam. The lineup consisted simply of six hydrocoptic marzal vanes, so fitted to the ambifacient lunar wane shaft that side fumbling was effectively prevented. The main winding was of the normal lotus o deltoid type placed in panendermic semi-boloid slots of the stator. 
every seventh conductor being connected by a non-reversible tremie pipe to the differential girdle spring on the up end of the gram meters. Moreover, whenever fluorescent score motion is required, it may also be employed in conjunction with a drawn reciprocation dingle arm to reduce sinusoidal deplenoration. The retroencabulator has now reached a high level of development, and it's being successfully used in the operation of Milford Trunnions. It's available soon wherever Rockwell Automation products are sold. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash TV. You can follow me on Twitter. Twitter.com at TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash TV. Also, go support us free speech platform. We're now on Odyssey. It's odyssey.com. It's too late with Alan Mosley at Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, you can go find us on if you pay for my life platform choice. Thanks to Anger FM. It's anger.fm slash Alan Mosley TV. Dave! Dave, do you have a final yes. thought? Uh, yeah, I like I like I like a little incrementalism. I think it's great. Oh. <laughs> I I actually I have Fruit Loops downstairs right now. Really? You know who else is a Fruit Loop? Oh. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to an episode of It's Too Late, and we will see you next week.